welcome back to Celebrate You, the personal development podcast for the career and entrepreneurial woman. Hello, I am Moni Millares and I am your host. And here we talk about health, dating, money, career, business. We'll start having hosts very soon as well. Uh, so that is very, very exciting. And the reason why I'm not focusing on one topic is because as a woman with a career and, you know, like starting some things like starting a business or a passion project, then all of these things play a part. So mindset, heart set, health, money, all of this is important. So first things first, you know me by now. So what are you celebrating this week? Yes, take a second and just think, what are you celebrating this week? Put your hands in your, in your heart, breathe in, breathe out, and celebrate you. On my side of the world, I am celebrating that yesterday was my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to me, and thank you so much to every single one of you who reached out. I had a super amazing day full of love and gratitude and celebrations, and it was just super, super, super amazing. Uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you for that. Uh, that's my celebration of the week. So, topic for today. This is a very important topic, and we don't talk about it enough, and we definitely, we don't talk about it in the workplace, and that is the clock. If you're a woman, you know what I mean with the clock. Yes, and the clock has impact in our careers and our decision-making and our lives. So if you know you want to have babies in the future, or you're still not sure about it, but maybe you're open to the idea, uh, you know, like you're in the considering space, listen in till the end. I've got very juicy stuff and this is very important. And of course, if you're a guy and you're listening in, these will expand your horizon of what we women go through <laughs> when it comes to babies and career. So. Let's get started. <laughs> I've also noticed that I use that phrase every single episode. I'm like, let's get started. <laughs> but yeah, let's get started and let's go into it like straight away. So I'm assuming that uh, many of you are either in your late 20s, mid 30s, late 30s. And one of the thoughts in your mind, one of the, the questions in your mind has been, how will I juggle starting my career? Sorry, how will I juggle starting my family and growing my career? And that's a very big question. And I think many of us like go through that thinking process, consciously or subconsciously. However, there is an un unspoken part of that question that even it's like a little taboo one and no one really talks about it much and the question is like we want to start a we want to start a family right while well, we have a career as well but the question that we procrastinate on or that we don't talk about much is am i fertile 
you know, like, well, I am building my career. Am I focusing too much on my career? Am I fertile? Uh, the clock? Have I met the right guy? Is it the right time? Do I have enough money? But at the end of the day, it comes like all those secondary questions. They come because there is this natural thing about the clock and fertility. There's also a group of women who may be in their mid-30s, married to the love of their lives. And I know a couple of cases that it's like, it is hard to get pregnant and they are struggling. Either they are, you know, like early 30s, mid 30s, or, you know, like early 40s even. Like there's some women that I've met that, yeah, they've, they've been with the love of their life. They've struggled to get pregnant. And then they've gone through the rounds of IVF. Uh, some have been successful, some have been not, but the process as such, uh, it is it is a demanding process, like emotionally, physically, mentally. And unfortunately, some other people have gone through the very painful experience of miscarriage. Having said that, um, this topic is relevant for absolutely every single one of us, but maybe the the group of women that I want to talk to more today is the one that it's the single woman, the single woman who is career oriented. And of course, as a career woman, then we can even like project plan our projects. We can project plan our career and the business, you know, and our life. We can project plan many things, but this approach doesn't really work for finding Mr. Right or getting pregnant. So this type of woman, and I'm like, I'm saying this type of woman, e.g. someone like me, uh, and maybe someone like you who's listening, who knows? Uh, so you are left living in uncertainty, basically hoping that one day you'll meet Mr. Right, but it's not just, you know, you'll meet this guy, but the secondary unspoken question is, when will I meet the guy? Is it going to be before the clock starts? And that adds a wonderful, huge amount of pressure because there's uncertainty, there's desire to have something, and there is this falls in the non-controllable elements of life. So, having said that, hopefully things have been changing. <laughs> you know, like we are not like hundred years ago. As of today, um, there's kind of like alternatives. Uh, but before I go into the alternatives, one of the things that I want you to consider is. What, what are all the pressures that you have regarding fertility? And what are all the subconscious conditioning that we have? So, for example, in my case, I grew up with a mom who told me consistently when I was in my early 20s that I should get pregnant at 28 or otherwise I could be too old and that my body could struggle. That was a Mexican mom, right? Like the Latin mom, the Latin thinking. Uh, but that that kind of um, that kind of uh, thought and thinking really shaped my my 
thinking and my emotions when I reached 28 and I was like, oh, shoot, I'm 28 now. I must have a baby. Otherwise, my, my body will not have it, <laughs> which is nonsense. But uh, we have a collective agreement that says that getting pregnant after 30 or after early 30s or after 40 even, it's a collective agreement that it says that eventually when we reach certain age, it will be hard. And we have so much pressure to either get pregnant or get the man and then get pregnant. So I want you to be aware of those pressures because then the moment that you're aware of them, then they start losing power over you. The beautiful thing is that there are plenty of things that we can do about our fertility and we can take back that uncertainty and put control back in our hands. So the first thing that we can do is to look after our health and our mind. I went through this journey of, oh, am I fertile or not, or not when I was in my early 30s. And I bought, <laughs> I bought tons of books, like over 10 books on fertility. So I did a lot of reading. Um, and even though this sounds basic and it sounds common sense, like common sense, like many of these books at the end of the day were very repetitive. Fertility, the very first... The, the, the very first step towards our fertility and managing that is looking after our health and our mind, like what we eat, what we drink, our lifestyle, how stressed we are, how much we exercise, all that has a huge amount of, of uh, impact in our bodies and our ability to be in optimal health. And I don't want to focus only on physical health, but also mental health, like stress, pressure, all that stuff, like pressure, pressure is like so big. So that is an important one. Uh, and I don't want to deep dive into that topic today. Today, I want to go into the second thing that we can use in our favor towards our fertility. And this is as simple as leverage. We can leverage technology. You know, just like many years ago, the pill liberated our moms. In our times, like technology is also in our side. Of course, every woman is different. And yes, hormones and reserves and biology, all of these play a huge, huge, huge role. So not only we can leverage on technology, but also we can leverage on money and time. Okay, so what I want to do is use the rest of the show to tell you my story so that hopefully it will give you like a different perspective or something to think about. So this show is about my journey when it comes to thinking about fertility and quite likely like it is such a big topic that quite likely i'll split it in part one and part two so today we'll go about the part one the decision making process so like i said at the beginning like i started thinking about fertility and the clock maybe five years ago 
a little bit less, a little bit more, but it feels like a long time ago. And back then, I was in London and I bought tons of books, <laughs> tons of fertility books, uh, health books. Like I was really every like my life, like my decision thinking like, oh, I cut sugar, I cut alcohol, I was doing exercise. And while people thought I was going, I was being healthy just because the underlying reason why I was being healthy is because I was preparing my body. I was looking after my fertility because that was important to me. So it's like, oh, you're so healthy. I was like, yes, yes, I am ensuring that I can leverage like my body and ensure that I have like a beautiful machine so that whenever it's the right time, I can do that. Uh, so in addition to looking after my health, I also went to the doctor, you know, I did my research, I went to a few talks and I considered doing egg freezing. However, back then, um, I was in my early 30s and my decision was not to invest, not to invest any money in egg freezing and instead to invest in my health, in my lifestyle, basically hope and pray that one day soon I could meet someone soon. <laughs> so a few years later, I moved to Asia and I hadn't met this guy, right? Uh, and of course, I was now not in my early 30s, but I was in my mid-30s. So I started playing with the idea one more time. And as I started thinking about it, like I had been here in Asia maybe like a year, year and a half. And that Christmas, I went back home and to Mexico. And then I went back home via London. And I met all, all my friends in London. I wanted to stop by in London and meet everyone, right? And talking with my friends properly changed my life. So I met, of course, like I went back to London. I met with a few people and we were just catching up on life and sharing. Uh, one of my friends... Um, she was very disappointed because she had invested a lot on IBF. She gained a lot of weight and nada, like it hadn't worked. Uh, but what struck me was like, she's probably like two years older than me. So it's not like she was five or 10 years older. She was like just two years older than me. And what she told me properly changed my life. Uh, and you know who you are because like I stayed with you in London. <laughs> you, it's like you hosted me for a few days. Um, so thank you so much for that advice. So what my friend told me was, uh, Monica, this has been painful, really. So Monica, maybe you should consider freezing. And when somebody gives you advice, sometimes it's not, it's not the advice as such, the words, but the emotion that goes behind that. And she really spoke from the heart. So I considered that. Then I flew to Mexico. Then on my way back, I stopped in London again. And I had drinks with friends, of course. Like we went to the pub, this and the other. And one of my friends, like maybe I met her like 10 years ago in a seminar with Matt, with Matthew Hussey. And when I met her back then, she was maybe in her mid, late I don't know. I don't know when I met her and I don't want to get the age wrong, <laughs> but back then she was in her thirties and or early forties. I don't know. But anyways, like she currently is in her forties. 
uh, and she has two beautiful kids. But uh, that day we met, and she asked me, like, before she left, she asked me a very weird question, or what I thought about, like, being a very weird question, and she said, oh, Monica, we haven't had a chat in a very long time. Do you have any life questions that you'd like to ask before I go? And I was like, <laughs> when she first said that, I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, why did she ask that? And But actually, within a second, probably, I was like, actually, yeah. Like, I've been considering egg freezing. Like, what do you think? Um... And exactly, like her journey was when we met, she didn't know if she wanted any kids. She went, I'm assuming she went through a round or a few rounds of IVF because now she has uh, two beautiful kids. And I don't know her story as such, but her response was very simple. Her response to my question of, I've been thinking about doing egg freezing and investing. Uh, what do you think? Her response was a question. And she said, Monica, let me ask you something. Do you want to be a mom? Or is there a part of you curious to be a mom? And I said, yes, of course. And she said, well, if that's the case, I couldn't even doubt it. Go for it because I wish I could have had. And as she said those words, her voice cracked. So I don't remember if these were the exact words, but her voice and her emotion and everything had like such an impact in how she delivered the message. Because after she said that, I wish I could have had, then she said, all it does is it, give, it gives you options that otherwise physically you couldn't have and I was like wow that phrase is so powerful it gives you options that I wish I didn't that I had you know so yeah um this is like a deep topic especially if you've if you want to have kids if you are in your mid-30s or early 30s and there's a lot of uncertainty so this episode is just to share share what we don't talk about as women because fertility does impact our lives like I mean our career decision making process as well in a conscious or subconscious level and it puts a lot of pressure on us so for now, I want you to, to ponder and just stay with the thought of egg freezing gives you options, well, gives you options that I wish I had. So basically, this is like your future self talking to you. So I want you to take a second to just connect to that. Do you want to be a mom? Are you curious to be a mom at some point in your life? And is this important for you to ponder and consider a little bit more now? It depends on your age, of course. If you're 24 and you're listening, <laughs> like, don't. This is not a. This is not an episode for you. 
but it may be for your friends or your cousins. So actually, that's a very good point. This episode may not apply to you specifically. Maybe you already have kids or maybe you know you don't want to have kids with certainty. But you, you may know other women who may want to have kids and have been considering this or have been struggling uh, and with all the pressure, the clock pressure. So I want to leave this episode here. And basically, I want to then, in the next episode, like, tell the story, what happens when I left the pub and um, the thinking process. Because, like, this thinking process, like, I left the pub and then probably the next day I was, like, flying back home to Malaysia. Uh, so there was a lot of thinking in the flight between London to Malaysia. It's a 13-hour flight. <laughs> so there's a lot of thinking happening uh, in that flight. But it was very informed, very aligned, like, mind, body, spirit. You know, like, my heart was in it. Uh, so I made some decisions in that plane. But... And, th and then it's like, I'll take you through the process that I went through. So for now, I'll leave it there. And then I'll do parts two following week or week after. Because I know I owe you the part two of the money management one. Uh, but anyways, I hope, wish, and intend that you have a beautiful, beautiful week sending you tons of happy vibes, birthday vibes, because now the, my, my energy, it's like, <laughs> it's very celebratory <laughs> vibes that I have at this moment. So it's with that energy and love that I send it to you all the way from Malaysia with an infinite wave of happiness and joy and love and abundance have an amazing week ahead. Of course, remember to tap follow on Spotify. And this one, do share it with your friends. Share it with, with the girls in your life because it's a very important topic and you don't know who's going through which situation. You don't know what's in their minds. And sometimes just listening the story of someone who's going through something similar like just makes you feel understood. And it gives you a different perspective. So do share it with your friends. Um, and of course, uh, you can send me messages, comments, questions. What do you want to, to know more of? What do you want me to cover? Uh, I'll add the social media handles in the notes of the episode. But of course, I um, you can find me at Moni Millares money underscore millares in instagram or at celebrate you with money on facebook and of course monica millares in linkedin and yes i've started a new telegram uh channel as well so that one i'll put the link in the notes because i still don't have a handle yet it still needs to be sorted out so one more time Thank you so much for listening. Sending you a huge, huge, huge love and good vibes all the way from my Malaysia home. And remember to celebrate you, appreciate you, know yourself, and live the life the way that you want. Muchas besitos. Sending you tons of love. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>